I've I've got a weather question for you too. How's how's the weather in Oklahoma right now? What's what's going uh, on with the weather up there? Down pretty there? dog shit. Uh, we we've had a classic move. Uh, yesterday it was almost seventy degrees, and this morning at ten when I went to go run, um, it said it was thirty eight degrees outside, and it felt like thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, classic Oklahoma. Okay, because as, as DC bureau chief up here, uh, we are just constantly getting snow. We started getting snow overnight, and I don't think it's getting above freezing. And it's kind of nice whenever we're sharing weather, you know. I dig it. And I heard you all had tornadoes like a couple days ago. <laughs> uh, yesterday, yesterday, yeah. God, was, uh, I'm so. I was actually pretty nearby. Um, we were at uh, uh, we were in we were in Mays County and hearing about tornadoes in uh, Craig County. That's fun. That's good. Yeah. See, I. That's the one thing I don't. Has has a snownado happened yet? Because we need a snownado. Yes. You know, I Absolutely want a snownado. Absolutely has occurred. Well, I don't know because the weather pattern is a bit harder with the snownado than like a uh, snow lightning, you know, or a snow thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Tornadoes a bit harder to pull off because you need warmer air than normally you get with snow, you know. I don't know. I just think that we need that for 2021 to really finally beat 2020 as being a shittiest wild year in a, in a very long time. Snownado. Yeah, bro, we, we had a tigernado. Like, I, I, I think we can get there pretty simply. Uh, I've seen water spouts before. Water spouts are just like, I don't know, that's like the store brand tornado. Like, they suck ass. I mean, no, what I like to see one, sure, it's fun, but it's It, it, it's is, it, it is it's one step sauce. above the store brand. I mean, I know it's I, not. It's great I, value, tornadoes. I, I, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say I miss when I delivered for Marco's Pizza back in college just because uh, I there was a dude who delivered with me that drove one of the fucking dominators to deliver pizza dude and that's he had so to be, cool bro he had to be losing hella fucking money because i'm just like <laughs> what like are you just out there just whipping your dick out being like yeah i could survive a tornado you know there's some shit like that but he did have some pretty awesome stories <clears> as a as a storm chasing storm chasing dude in his mid-30s i Shout bet your money there. that he was actually making a ton of bank doing that because if you show up in the dominator like the tip you're getting is probably way higher in norman you know yeah <laughs> they're just like oh my god thank you <laughs> your pizza man if you want to check out yeah my i'd ride. be like you're not a cop i actually do want to thank you for your service you provide a service <laughs> to the community you know many months has come and gone since Red i was over oklahoma from oklahoma's most republican oklahoma podcast hills where i was born Yet I keep doing crime. Many a page of life You're gonna be my turned, man. Many a lesson I doing sexism. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. We be doing crime. Down there are revisionists the and there are reactionaries. We just can't make it a reservation in Oklahoma. Hills where I was born. This is Red Star over Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Now we're down yonder in Indian Nation. The cowboy's life is my occupation in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we have Carl Roberts and special guest host Parker Nelson on the show, and this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We are a politics and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma this week in national news. We will be talking about stonks, and uh, then we will turn on to the Oklahoma news, where we'll be discussing evictions. Oh, God. Uh, Carl, say it. Read. No, I can't. 
It, it's one of those words that I'm incapable of reading. Oh, <laughs> bro, it's the one that that doesn't. Hydra, hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine, children. Hydroxychloroquine. Okay, and Oklahoma's own Mario. Before, of course, moving on to the conservative reading series for the week, which is a doozy, considering the Oklahoman is uh, just selling op-ed space to Epic now, and it's tricky to find uh, 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 articles that aren't uh, just actually uh, 600-word-long ads. Uh, so let's just go ahead and jump right into national news. Um, if you were on Reddit this week, or if you were paying attention to the markets or obsessively consuming the news like you'd have to be to be able to find our show and enjoy it, um, you probably heard a lot about GameStop's stock. Um, the Reddit, the subreddit, Wall Street Bets, uh, basically did a reverse short sell uh, on uh, GameStop stock. And uh, made a whole bunch of money for themselves, but they can't actually get any of that money yet. And if they try to, they'll lose all the money that they made, which is really fun. Um, so I'm going to try and explain some of that and field some questions to y'all because, uh, unfortunately, uh, I've had to go through some business training and uh, how this shit works. And it's the fucking worst. So... Stock is money that investors have to share profits that is given to the company. Um, it allows you to be essentially part of the body that governs the company. Uh, that is what you're buying, is you're buying votes um, for company decisions, um, which it doesn't ever matter. The The best example of this is that, so like, let's say you go buy a Facebook stock uh, on uh, the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, you buy one Facebook stock, right? That entitles you to vote once in uh, any Facebook matter um, that they put to their uh, uh, stockholders, which is uh, certain kinds of changes to their uh, uh, charter, which is what they – most charters, though, say something along the lines of to conduct legal business. So it, it really doesn't fucking mean anything, but – and it's going to mean even less in a second, but technically that's the, how that works. But so there's six kinds of stocks, but principally two, um, regular stock and then what's called privilege stock. And privilege stock is you can't sell it um, and it is it is given by the company and it has different voting rules. So you go buy Facebook stock on the public market and you get one and you get one vote. But Mark Zuckerberg has a thousand privileged stocks, and each of those stocks is worth 150 votes each. Uh, so when he votes with his thousand stocks, uh, his votes are actually like 150,000 stocks, uh, 150,000 votes. So that is, um, you know, what you're buying when you have a stock. But so what happened here is that you have hedge funds, which are um, basically diversified market holding strategies. Uh, and what I mean by that is that rather than doing something like buying a bunch of Walmart stock, something that you know is pretty stable and, you know, eh, well, we can expect a 4% return on Walmart stock, uh, uh, you know, yearly. Um, rather than doing that, you do what's called hedging your bets. You bet on both sides. So you buy Pepsi stock and Coke stock betting that any losses Pepsi suffers, Coke will recover, and any losses Coke suffers, Pepsi will recover, and 
That way, if anyone has a big payday and wins a lot of money, you can ditch the loser and ride the payday, and it ends up helping your uh, margins. Um, The problem with that is that you often will dump certain kinds of stock to because you think they're losers, and so you dump them to get rid of your bottom line and to avoid losing any more money as it continues to fall. So that's what was happening to GameStop stock. Uh, hedge funds, including the Melvin Capital Hedge Fund, um, were dumping GameStop stock. And well, Wall Street bet... Yeah. They weren't, they weren't dumping them, they were short-selling them, they which is to say... Them, yeah. Yeah, which is a they short sell is that when the, that the, 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 they, they were essentially taking out loans and betting that um, you know the stock would continue to fall further so that they could make money off of it because um, you know I mean like making coming to a contractual agreement with the buyer saying hey you're going to buy it at a particular price you know what I mean and um, essentially so, you know uh, the, the, the the stock will continue to fall is what they're betting on is that they will they will eventually make money off of it because the stock's going to be worth less than what the contract the contract paid for it you know what i mean yeah so and, so what you yeah. do when you short sell is you find somebody who holds the stock right and you say okay the stock value is 10 bucks and you borrow that stock from the person and you will return it to them at a later date that is normally specified and then you pay interest to the person to borrow the stock right you're not borrowing money you're borrowing one share the stock itself yeah and so then you say, okay, it's selling for 10 bucks, and I think it's going to sell for 4 bucks in a month. So I'm going to pay this person interest for the month, sell it at 10 bucks whenever I get it from them, and then buy it back at that 4 bucks at the end of the month when I have to return it to the person. And then I make 6 bucks, right? And that covers the interest I'm paying the person. And that way, and then I sell it back to them, and, I, and like they still want to hold the stock for some reason. That part's never been clear to me. But for some uh-huh. reason, this institution wants to still hold this so- stock and you pocket the difference dividends. between the price. Yeah, dividends or they have an interest in the company or it's part of their general strategy of investment where they're diversified and they have some and they think yeah. it's going to be fine. Uh, it, and, it, the, the, these are all very regular and possible reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, who, who knows why that company wants the stock? But so you have the stock for a month. You have 10 GameStop stocks for a month. You, you sell it at 10 bucks when you first get it at the end of the month. You think it'll be at four bucks, you'll sell those 10 stocks, you'll make 60 bucks on that, right? Because you pocket the difference between the two, because you're not borrowing an amount of money, you're borrowing a finite number of stock. But you also have to return that stock regardless of what the price is at, which is... Yeah, because it's a loan, and it's the same kind Uh of loan as money, you do have to return it. And so what happened was people like Melvin Capital had short-sold GameStop stock Right, it's hard. I I've been fucking it up the whole show. Game stonk stop. It's so hard to say. Game stop stonk. God shit. Stonk game stop. Fuck. I can't get it. Just keep going. And so game. So like these hedge funds, like Melvin Capital, were expecting that. Okay, we short it. This shows the market that people think the stock is going to go down in value. Less people end up buying the stock because of that. It does go down in value, but. They still have this exerts, thing floating over their head. It exerts they have this downward thing. pressure on a lot of like like a self fulfilling prophecy on a lot of businesses as yeah. well. Yeah, which you know forces it. And to that's go supposedly down. like that's supposedly why you should have. I mean, that's like why Warren Buffett says you need to have short selling is that it indicates that people don't think a business will do well in the future, which then means people don't buy the stock, which then means the price drops, which is kind of stupid. Uh, just more proof that Wall Street is exclusively a, a casino. Just it's like it's literally yeah, okay. fake. All of it is fake. Um, 
but the thing not... is that these uh, these hedge okay, funds cool. like Melvin Capital, these hedge funds, right? They have to return all that GameStop stock to whoever they Never. were borrowing it from. Yeah. And so whoever they're borrowing it from also is watching the market. And they're like, oh, GameStop is going up. Okay, well, we're going to increase the interest that you pay us for holding our GameStop stock because it's starting to seem risky because you might default on buying the stock back that you owe us, right? And on top of that, 140% of GameStop's total stock in the market was short sold. So there was 140% of the amount of stock that GameStop had that was held by these companies also, again, not only, not, only, not only is it a casino, it's a fraudulent casino. You well, can't. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, yeah, I'm at the table here. I got $100. Uh, uh, I want to I wanna roll a seven on this craps table and win a whole fucking shitload of cash. Uh, let me go ahead and just, you know, I'm going to put another $40 down. I don't have it, but you're just going to take my word for it. Yeah, you're just going to you're just going to let me bet like I have $140, even though I don't. And so that created this situation that we're in now, which is called a short squeeze, where GameStop, where these companies are, where GameStop stock is at 140%. So there's the price can only go up as long as people keep buying it, because at some point, these big hedge funds have to give it back to the other people, right? They have to make a call and, and take the loss. And because it's 140%, like there's been some talk about doing this with AMC or BlackBerry or Nokia or something. None of those are shorted over a hundred percent of the stock in the market, and so it's not the same because you. you it's know, not gonna have the same impact, yeah. Yeah, because you can buy it all back and be like, "Well, now there's no shorts on it." Cool. And with GameStop, you can't buy it all back and have no shorts on it. There's not free. There's not wiggle room because there's they're going over 100%. to be a loser. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a, and a massive one at that. <laughs> Because, of course, GameStop, GameStop is a stupid business. Like, there's some stuff on Wall Street Bets about how GameStop is a good business because they got, like, a new guy who made, like, a cool online uh, pet thing. No, 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 I don't know. I don't understand. This is like listening to someone who really won on the ponies tell you how he picked the horse. Okay? Not, not, again, it's, don't listen to fucking mad money or any, don't, it is a casino. It has always been a casino. I, I one of the things that I've really taken away from this week is some hope, actually, uh, because man, I did not. I, I had really thought, with all the Republican bullshit that we've been fed over the last few years, that the public's opinion of anything bad happening to the rich uh, would actually be different. But uh, people are pissed about two thousand eight. It's been 13 years and people are still fucking furious. Oh, and absolutely. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. I mean, no, if anything, I mean, like I was talking to a friend of mine about this and, and if he, he, he thinks that it's a good thing uh, to, to the degree that like it shows kind of like it, I, that it shows like the, basically how all of this is fake, if that makes sense. But like the volatility of it, you know, those types of things. And I was like, well, you know, the, the problem with that is that you kind of already, if anybody, if you are paying attention to the stock market, I think there is a relative obviousness of how fake it already is. But similarly, like, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going, like, it's going to make anybody who isn't paying attention to the stock market already pay attention to it. So, yeah. Agreed. Well, I think too, like to some extent, like I'm definitely all, in on hedge fund people getting screwed over that's hilarious i love it oh, and like sure. yeah I, i'm gonna make some money off this at the end of the day uh 
feel very comfortable about that. Um, but like a lot of the stuff that I've been seeing, I I don't I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's good to see too, class bro. anger. Um, it's really good to see class anger. Um, but at the same time, there's so much stuff with like the fucking market manipulation that like Robin Hood and TD Ameritrade and and all the all the quote unquote free trading companies where it's like, oh, well, if, if it's free, you're the product you fucking idiot they're not letting you trade for free because it, it makes them money why do you how do you think they make money they trade your data they trade the information about about your about the stocks you're trading to companies like melvin capital the hedge funds who are getting fucked over in this and it's like i've seen a lot of people who are like oh they're fucking ruining the free market by restricting this shit and like that's not i don't know that's not helpful for us for people who have good politics right it's like that's bad the free market is the problem here you fucking idiot Right. Like what you- it's almost like when um, Google uh, and Apple buy and sell data from each other um, mm-hmm. uh, in order to to keep their monopoly uh, between the two of them. Yeah. It is exactly like that. I thought you couldn't have a monopoly with two companies, though, huh? Contradictory much, sir? Uh, so you could have a symbiotic monopoly, Carl? Yeah. A duopoly, correct. It's Imagine. like the political system in the U.S. Or the monopoly is made up of two companies that work together. Yeah. To... Uh, most of the American economy, uh, the telecom sector. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally everything. Um, uh, what, you mean 7-Eleven and, and uh, fucking Quick Trip? Uh, yes. <laughs> Don't you uh... dare disparage QT on this podcast. <laughs> they are one of the... Part of my bones are made... Of QT food and delicious, delicious QT beverages. Dude, okay, just amazing, so. amazing. Uh, the amount of time. Okay, I'm not gonna say that story about Quick Trip. Never mind. Um, good job. Good, good. <laughs> any any story about Quick Trip needs to not be on this show, except to just tell them, good job. We thank you. More of a fifth type situation. It was praise for Quick Trip. To be clear, um, but uh, praise, baby. Did uh did did you all actually end up buying any anything? Uh, I didn't get on GameStop, but uh, holding a little a- holding a little AMC. Uh, mm-hmm. I I am a big believer, um, and I'll, I'll I'll tell our listeners uh, my uh, betting strategy. Uh, I'm a big believer in being a trauma trader. Um, I essentially just buy stock uh after something terrible has happened to a company that i know is going to rebound so like um one of the best investments i've ever made was buying uh some apple stock right after steve jobs died uh yeah it was like 40 bucks a share (laughs) it's ridiculous um but like i bought i usually uh one of the other ones is i i i buy american Airlines stock pretty often um because in the same thing it's one uh too big to fail yeah. too it's heavily unionized so those jobs aren't going anywhere like there's that it's not going to happen and three it will get bailed out by the government like there's just no way it won't and so very easy as an individual trader who can't uh afford the uh 10 million dollar buy-in to the hedge fund uh that i can just uh just kind of do that trauma trading which like yeah i just buy shit when it's not when it's fucking dog shit and then you know just let I mean, it ride here's, up. Here's the thing about trading. Like, it's all fake. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it has, I think it, it can have a better return than actually going to the casino. Maybe if you're good at poker, you'd get a better return at the poker table. You will not get a better sure. return at slots or blackjack or, or craps or oh, something. Oh, absolutely not. 
um because those are you're betting against the house and you will always lose and here i mean part of the thing with the gamestop uh uh gamestop uh, stock scenario that's going on right now is that um people the house is getting mad that uh the the gamblers are winning, right? That the, the oh, small absolutely. retail traders are winning. That's a huge part of why we're seeing all these calls for regulation fucking bullshit that's super fucking dumb. Um, yeah. But it's just like, it's just like, yeah, I mean, if you want to trade stocks, trade stocks, but just know that it's this, it's no different than gambling. Like, and we're stuck doing it. Like, we don't have pensions in the US. That's not a thing anymore. Social security won't cover your cost of living because of how it's set up not to do that because that hasn't grown. Um... And yeah, I mean, it's really fucked up that it's probably the only way anybody can that like our whole system is set up for you to have to get into the stock market to be able to have a retirement. You know, that's what a 401k is. It's a hedge fund yep. that you don't that you are forced to buy into by your boss instead of a pension, you know, and and so if you want to go fucking make some money on GameStop, uh, probably maybe the ship has sailed. We are not providing financial advice, to be clear. Uh, All of this is not sailed. financial advice. Let's. Uh, let's uh... Um, uh, just go troll uh, Wall Street bets or something like that if you want uh, true, not financial advice. Yeah, don't do not come to this program. This program. I do, do want to talk about one thing that I think is really funny about this is apparently Melvin Capital. The I think they I don't know if they still are, but they were one of the biggest holders of of shorts on um, GameStop. Elon Musk has been really getting fucking into this because they've shorted Tesla a shit ton. And um, the reason he's mad is that people short Tesla because it's a fake company that will collapse soon and is a massive bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you take that back. You know. I will not take that back. A company Talk that can't buying. turn a profit selling uh, electric cars when GM just said they'll have a fully electric lineup by 2035 and actually do turn a profit is going mm -hmm. to wash them. They are not worth 813 bucks a share or whatever it is. It's fake. It sucks. It's terrible. And it is as much of a scam as you would expect from a rich diamond heir or emerald mine uh, South African uh, apartheid asshole would run. You know, it's just fake. It's all fake. And the government mm -hmm. contracts aren't going to save them. So don't invest in Tesla <laughs> unless you short it and can hold for a long time. Not financial advice. <laughs> With that disclaimer, I think we're going to move on to Oklahoma news for the week. Does that sound good to you boys? Sure, sure. Hell yeah. All right. Take who's taking the next one? Uh, let's let's do let's talk about um, Mario or maybe Wario. Should we start calling him Wario? I don't know. Mark Wayne Mullen works better with Mario. Okay, we're, we're sticking with Mario. Yeah, yeah I, he's um, a plumber. I think that's really uh, Wario isn't a plumber, and also like I just feel is Wario, like I feel like Wario. To match the inversion would have to be like a guy who does like electrical wires. You know, what's like a what's a you thing mean in the air? An electrician? No, like like telephone like wires. Like a roughneck? Yeah, like you know, telephone wires, uh, power, that kind of shit. You know, the, the wires in the well, what's the opposite of plumbing? Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to get an ontology of Mario here, okay? What's the opposite of plumbing? A plumbing carries shit away, so what brings shit in? Is he a, is he a, a water he's a refrigeration? Processor? He's a refrigeration repairman. I don't know. That still feels kind of like plumbing. No, 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 no. You, you're, but you got to look at you got to look at what the function is. All right, plumbing takes shit away 
okay? The refrigerator holds the stuff that is going to become the poop. Okay. I think it 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 is it is a mirror image. Okay, I can kind of see that. I can Parker, what's what's your two cents on that? Uh, I I mean, I don't know. That seems just like a precondition to plumber. It doesn't necessarily seem like the, you know, uh, like the antonym to plumbing, right? I, I would say it, it instead is the shit clogger, aka he's just the everyman. Is he maybe like a demolitions guy? Like he's like blowing oh. up big buildings or something? That could be okay. That could be the anti. He's a demolitions guy. Okay, Wario I, does I mean, I building yeah. demolition. I don't uh, agree, but it's fine. We'll just move. Or Mario in Oklahoma. Uh, Mark Wayne Mullen is getting in some heat again, which uh, longtime listeners of the show will know is not. Wait, do you, do, you, do you not know what Wario's job actually is? No, we have no idea. What do you think uh, the last fucking 10 minutes oh, were? Is that what you were asking? <laughs> I thought you were just asking what the ontological like, like a formation of plumbing is. And I'm trying no, to we were trying that. to get there because we didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he's like a treasure, like a headhunter. Uh, of WarioWare Inc. Like, I mean, it's that doesn't make any sense. That's not the opposite I, of plumbing. No, that's, I'm not that's saying not the opposite of plumbing. That's I, not the mirror absolutely. image of plumbing. I, I, hey, I am here for Mario lore. Okay, I am not here for you know, I, like I said, ontological formations of plumbing. He- heterodoxy sometimes contains more truth than orthodoxy, Parker. Um, uh, I'd sure. li- so so our our favorite congressman Wayne Mullen. Um, <laughs> okay, to the eastern part of the state. <laughs> um. Has been doing some stuff that that you know is I think worth talking about, right? Obviously, he voted against uh, overturning the 2020 presidential election results. Classic move. Uh, about as surprising as the sun rising in the east, right? Um, he also probably gave Pramila Jayapal and other members of Congress COVID. There's like a video of him saying, "No, I'm not going to put on a mask in this closed room where we're hiding from uh, Capitol Hill uh, rioters." People, <laughs> I asked to come here. Hey, maskless. Yeah, my friends, uh, people, uh, people that I employ, um, <laughs> and you think this would be all the bad stuff, right? Um, all of this, idiot-brained, stupid, dumb as fuck. Uh, but he's also decided to get into the crime business. So, um, something I didn't know about, which makes a ton of sense, but it just makes me hate him even more than I did before. Uh, Mark Wayne Mullins is a landlord, um, mm. which. Right, uh, you know, when you hear the name Mark landlords. Mullen, I mean, it's true, all rich people landlords, but you don't think about it, right? You just think he's making money off his dad's plumbing company that he took over and did not do anything to improve. Um, and, you know, like, when you find out, it's just like, it makes sense, but it makes your skin crawl, right? Because landlords, you know, Mao knew what to do with landlords, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Hypothetically, and- in the show's universe, yes, um... In anything that our employers or uh, uh, anyone else hears, no. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, 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 in, in show parody. Um, so, uh, Mullen himself is associated with two directly, right? Uh, Mullen Properties and Mullen Properties West Division. And his wife um, uh, has a 50% investment in TC4 Investments. Uh, th- these places like, provide housing. Uh, they, they suck money out of people who need housing across the state of Oklahoma. I assume also other places, but they're registered in Oklahoma, so who knows? Um, so both of those ones, uh, Mullen Properties and, um, uh, TC4 Investments have, have init- initiated eviction proceedings during the pandemic in Oklahoma state courts, uh, which, uh, the Daily Poster, this, uh, news source we're getting this from, uh, att- obtained the court records of. So, 
Um, this is pretty wild, right? Uh, so I don't know if you all know this, but uh, part of the thing that's going on uh, right now in terms of the legal space surrounding the pandemic is that it is illegal to evict people. It is not okay. There is an eviction moratorium. Um, there's a CDC uh, instated one where it says, hey, we can't do this. Um, you can't do this if it's related to like pandemic reasons, right? If you, if you can't afford to pay your bills because you lost your job due to the pandemic, you don't get to keep, you don't get to get kicked out of your house. You can get kicked out if you're like, I don't know, like do a child <laughs> sacrifice. Um, but there's been a real problem um, with uh, people just not giving a shit and still doing it. And Mark Wayne Mullen happens to be one of those people. He's filed eviction proceedings against uh, two residents in Moore um, in an apartment complex uh, that Mullen Properties owns there. And then he's also filed an eviction notice against a resident of an apartment building in Pryor. Adam, are there apartment buildings in Pryor? <laughs> yeah, um, you, don't wanna, of that. You, you don't, you don't want to live there, bud. <laughs> you just want to uh, stay somewhere else. Yeah, I that's that's a mean person to evict. Like apartment building and more, I fine. That's probably fine. Who knows? Uh, but prior, I, that person probably not doing the hottest in the world in the first place, right? Um, but so this is actually pretty. <laughs> um, this this highlights some of the problems with this eviction moratorium because normally when you hear something like eviction moratorium, like okay, both of you are. It's semi-reasonable people. When you hear that, what do you think that means, right? What does that What does that sound like to you? No, no more eviction until end of of, of torium. Nope. I I have I uh I I read it as um we will evict them, and if the eviction is upheld, we will kill them. Oh. Okay. Is so, like I is? said, semi-reasonable. Semi-reasonable. Um. Parker is correct in his reasonable assumption about what that sounds like. Um, because apparently, what was I? Uh, you were off the rails, uh, Buck Wild. You sounded like you live in an apartment in Pryor. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Don't tell people where so, I live. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the only apartment building in Pryor. <laughs> I'm actually being evicted right now. <laughs> Mark Wayne is beating yeah. on my door. I've got to go, guys. You really should not have uh, fucked up your plumbing there, or um, yeah, okay, we're sticking with Mario. You shouldn't have fucked up your plumbing that bad. He he does get touchy about fucking up your plumbing. You know, he doesn't we'll see his money. when he received the eviction notice in June 2020. Adam <laughs> just purposefully clogged a toilet, and instead of cleaning, it was... and fixing it, he just kept shitting on top of it, just over and over well, and over and, again. And now, shit jenga. Yeah, and now uh, he's you do not want to lose shit jenga. Yeah, losing shit jenga is a bad time. And he's uh yeah, as soon as uh he Mark Wayne makes his way into the apartment after Adam locks him out of it permanently, um he's going to have a little uh little Mario s- surprise. See, I thought Adam was just cooking some jankum to help get back on his feet after he missed all those bills, but it shows shows you what I know. Um So, these evictions, uh, this eviction moratorium does not mean you can't get evicted. Like I was saying, there are reasonable reasons to evict somebody. Like, you know, I don't know, you're like, uh, turned your house into a pillbox uh, because you read the Turner Diaries and your apartment, you know, your landlord doesn't want uh, neo-Nazis living in the place, maybe. I don't you're know. You're cooking meth with children nearby. And yeah, you need to I'm go trying to, to think of good to reasons. To the to, to get some help before you burn down your children. There's not like a whole lot of good reasons I could think of, but 
Um, fundamentally, the CDC instead uh, decided to choose violence rather than an eviction moratorium that makes sense. You have to prove to the CDC, like you have to file some kind of declaration and, and shit like that. The CDC has not tried to inform people of this in any meaningful way, which seems like that would be part of it. Uh, um, yeah. And of course, uh, the kind of people who are getting evicted, probably not the kind of people who are checking the CDC's uh, website to learn the fine print about the eviction moratorium around the country. I've done not a whole lot, but I've done a little bit of tenant organizing before. Uh, the the kind of people you tend to organize are not the people who, who like have the uh, social capital to really get this because they're more often struggling to get by, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're living in an apartment in Pryor, you're probably, you doing know, struggling to get yourself. by, right? right. Um, if you got a good Jenkin Cook, cook uh, situation going on, maybe you're doing well for yourself. I don't know. Um, and the crazy thing is that Mark Wayne is doing this, right? Pryor is in Oklahoma, too. Like, that's his house district. He is evicting people that elect him. And he thinks there won't be any political fallout from evicting his voters during a pandemic. And on top of that... Uh, there probably won't be, to be totally frank. I mean, there probably won't. It's true. It's, it's, it's a disgrace. Um, it's a sign of the, the utter weakness of the Oklahoma left that he's in office in the first place. And also that he can get away with things as, as insane as this. Because when you evict somebody during a pandemic, you're not just threatening the person you evicted. You're also putting somebody who's not going to be able to shelter in place, who's not going to be able to avoid getting COVID in a situation where they're going to run into more people, where they're probably going to bounce around if they can between people who are housed that they know. And so they're putting the whole community at risk. And Mark Wayne Mullins said, that sounds good. I need to protect my plumbing from Adam's doo-doo ass. It's terrible in here. Yeah. It's impressive how much of a piece of shit Mark Wayne Mullins is. Every time Mark Wayne Mullins is presented with choices that are like, don't be a piece of shit and be a piece of shit. He chooses piece of shit every time. Because it's also not like he's going to fill up the properties he's evicting people from tomorrow. You know, we're in an economic downturn. People are not looking to rent new places that much. You know, like, mm-hmm. why are you fucking doing this? Figure out a payment plan. I don't know. Do anything other than this. But what do you expect from Mario? You know, terrible guy. Well. I, I, I do have to agree with that, and I think we're going to move on now to our final story of the week, which is a doozy about, uh, I, I, I guess, are we, are we calling this uh, buyer's, Kevin's breast buyer's remorse? Right. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> um, so um, on, uh, the, the Oklahoma Attorney General's office... Um, has been tasked with attempting to return um, a $2 million stockpile of hydroxychloroquine. Um, you know, the, your favorite malaria drug uh, that was once touted by our, uh, by, by 45 um, as a way to treat the coronavirus. Um, similarly, uh, yeah, in April, um, uh, Kevin's tit, um, who ordered the hydroxychloroquine purchase uh, explicitly, order coming from him um, defended it by saying uh, that while it may not be a useful treatment for the coronavirus, the drug had multiple other uses and quote, that money will not have gone to waste in any respect. Um, so yeah, the money has gone to waste. Uh, nearly a year later, um, the state is trying to basically. Hold offer- on. No, 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 no. They boosted morale. 
They showed loyalty uh, and patriotism uh, in the face of uh, a virus, which, I mean, as yeah, everyone knows... They, they didn't create a shortage for lupus patient, patients for the, the drugs actually used for you. They didn't do that. Um, well, who cares? I mean, Jesus Christ! Do you know what's more important? The fucking, this fucking country, dog. This fucking country is more important than that. Now, I'm going to be really frank with you right now. I'm going to be really frank with you. What matters is that you look like you love this country so much that you're willing to do whatever it takes, including being monumentally stupid. And I, if you're not willing to do that, honestly, you know, honestly, move, move to Mexico. Is, oh, you yeah. Know, go, go, home. Canada. go, go, where, go back to where you're from. Just, just leave. I'm telling you that Parker. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, 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 go back I'm, to Florida. I don't want you to go back to Florida. I want I, you to go to Mexico. I want to, I don't want you to go back to where you're from. I want you to leave this place if if you don't love america get out. yeah yeah i okay. mean it's just a, an homage to uh the, the the beauty of just buying drugs like in and 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 something that normally i could respect right and in, in, in but yeah yeah exactly but uh what were we gonna say i would like to point out that uh a well-known side effect of malaria treatment is uh getting wicked high and having crazy hallucinations so maybe ah. it was a good did you consider that before you decided to a shit on our governor who totally has it all together and made a great choice to buy all of it? I don't know. Well, see, the issue is that nearly a year later, the state's trying to offload it back to its original supplier instead of freely <laughs> supplying the masses to trip balls, Carl. Okay, if I was getting a malaria trip balls kit in the mail from the Oklahoma state government, dude, I might, I don't know, like I, I might have a completely uh, different revelation. You know, like an existential revelation about the Oklahoma state government, dude, but I didn't dude, because California-based FFF Enterprise Incorporated, a private pharmaceutical wholesaler, is refusing to take this shit back after literally us holding it for a year, very nearly, which to me is hilarious. <laughs> the, we, this uh, is actually this is actually a well-known legal um, um, a legal mechanism. Uh, what you do is is like you go to the store. Recently, I, I went to Walmart, right? And I bought a pineapple. And when I got home, I realized that there was a soft spot on the pineapple. So I kept it for a year. You let it rot in the fridge for 10 months. Whoa, 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 whoa. You used the word rot. I <laughs> said kept. Okay. I kept the pineapple for a year. Was it in a plastic bag outside? Yeah. <laughs> Is that fine? <laughs> yeah. It's all there. It, it's there. You can't say it's not. It's been in the plastic bag the whole time. I went back to a different Walmart than the. Well, actually, it was a Kmart. Um, I went back to the Kmart. Well, to the Kmart, and I I informed them that they were going to give me my three and a half dollars back. And when they said no, I'm going to be honest. It, it upset me. Did you and call I'm, your lawyer and have your no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, and, I'm uh, in prolonged litigation right now. Oh, well, but I've been I mean, in litigation for about 13 years over this. It's, 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 it's going to get serious. But see, as the, as the head of your household, um, aka like Kevin's tit, um, uh, he, he's uh, having his lawyer try to bully um, and, and handle this facilitating transaction. <laughs> That's what lawyers are for. Is, is, is that. Which just I, th like, I thought you could appreciate, Adam. Yeah, let's see. Just like Kevin Stitt, though, Adam, you're missing the thing you should do with it. It's been like that for a year. That shit's fermented. You can go buck wild on that shit. You gotta drink that pineapple juice. Drink that pineapple wine. You know what I mean? It's healthy. It totally doesn't... It won't cause any problems if you use it to get high. Bro, I read that. Can I, can I tell you a secret? 
Can I tell you a secret? I, I lost the first pineapple, so I just put some pineapple bits and then I peed in the bag. <laughs> that's what I took to Kmart. They were not happy. By the way, I don't think I could go back there. We'll see. I'm surprised. I, 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 I also went to the uh, warehouse market uh, down uh, <laughs> uh, on uh, South Peoria, and they also are very – or no, it's uh, it's on 75 across the river. Uh, they were very upset, but – See, I mean, I'm surprised what are they going to do? Like, open the bag and dump it on the counter because I'm assuming that's what Stit is going to do with this. But well, that he, is what I did. That is what I did. That that, that <laughs> is what Stit will do. Yeah, he, he was he was criticized last year for the two million dollar purchase, um, a move uh, viewed by some uh, as a partisan move to curry favor with the conservatives who were defending Trump amidst criticism of his own support of the drug. Um, but Stit defended the purchase at the time by likening it to the race early last year to procure personal protective equipment for Oklahomans. Uh, believing it was better to have the hydroxychloroquine stockpile and not need it rather than to later learn the drug was useful but not have it. So, to be clear, so, the so show's he's, position he's... remains that he made a good choice. It's been like that the whole way. We support it. We we think it's great. That's what Oklahoma needs to be spending its money on. Drugs that we don't know will work for the thing that we're dealing with. That's exactly sure, what sure. we should be doing. So he, But he is, he is working diligently to secure vaccine doses, is what I'm hearing. If he did all this in the past, that I'm sure he's been doing absolutely everything he can to get, you know, vaccine doses into the arms of Oklahomans, right? Right, okay. absolutely. Um, yeah. I what mean, we need to do is start selling the hydroxychloroquine through Israel to Iran in exchange for vaccine doses for our allies fighting a guerrilla war against the Texas government in the Rio Grande Valley. We should do that. Like, is Oliver North available to handle this situation? Because I think there's a way where we can all profit from this. We can all get ahead here. He's not. He's actually uh, a Fox News contributor. So, um, yeah, no, he's busy. See, my my favorite part of this entire thing was that Trump had a call with governors, right, where he set at a briefing in March and on a call where he was like, what do we have to lose? I feel very good about it. Um, and uh, 20 states ultimately bought God, I'm gonna miss him. Drugs, Jesus Christ, I'm going to I'm going to potential use against COVID-19. And so, uh, but uh, Oklahoma, along with Utah, were uh, was uh, like Oklahoma. You know, I mean, was only one of the two states who purchased the drugs from private wholesalers, according to the AP, which is great uh, because everybody else could get all of their money back, where uh, because they, you know, what I mean, did buy from private wholesalers, whereas Oklahoma and the Mormons are up a fucking creek. I mean, we really were great. just we were doing the classic Oklahoma Utah solidarity. You know, we left them on the hook when we stopped selling three point beer. And we just said, we have to have your back now. You know, we're the only two States to do this. Yeah. We gotta they, stick together. One of the spokespersons from Stitt's office kept, um, trying to wave away the health, health officials, like health officials, like cautions against using the drug. Right. Up until the National Institute of Health released a report in November saying officially that the drug had like no clinical benefit to hospitalized patients, and that's when they started trying to come up with a backtracking formulation strategy, which which is great. Um, but uh, yeah, I it, it's not it's about as good as in August, uh, where Representative Justin Humphrey um, promoted hydrochloroquine as a viable treatment and took it after he contracted COVID nineteen <laughs> in August, which was awesome. Such a um, shit, bro. It's it's it, though the the drug had been widely discredited. Basically, um, 
this is our boy who uh, tried to is is trying to establish the Bigfoot hunting season in Oklahoma uh, from last episode. Um, Don't talk shit on Bigfoot hunting season. That makes way more sense than having a stockpile of hydroxychloroquine. Right, but I think he made the. I'm I'm thinking that this is this is causal, Carl. Right, that I'm thinking. You're that thinking that he, Bigfoot did this? No, I think he saw Bigfoot no, you, are in you his malaria I, trip. Okay, and that he was trying to hunt it for his entire eight-hour malaria trip, and that's no, why he's no. introducing this legislation, Adam. No, Bigfoot is I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not real. It must, be like, it, it must be like dough urine. You know how you put dough urine on your feet when you hunt deer? Hydroxychloroquine. Right. Say it. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine. That one. That one must be like dough urine, except to Bigfoots. Sure, it's sure, got to sure. be what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like the same guy who referred to pregnant women as hosts, you know? Yeah, uh, and whatnot in 2017. That's so, someone uh, who would understand what a Bigfoot is about, though. Like, I don't, I don't really see what you're saying. I guess. Uh, Read Frontier is being extremely optimistic in the last sentence of this article as well, where they say it's inc- it's inc- it's unclear yet how much the initial two million investment <laughs> in the hydroxy logo of the state could recoup. Uh, FFF Enterprises did not immediately respond to a request for comment. <sighs> Somebody needs to go on Wall Street bets and say start buying stock in hydroxychloroquine and start driving the price up artificially. You know, Indeed. we could make it happen. We could try. I to mean, God forbid, insider trading, please. God forbid we, you know, use it because uh, there's actually like multiple, uh, like, like like tons of people in Oklahoma, like who struggled getting access to hydroxychloroquine when it was being touted, like during this particular time, right? Having to go to multiple pharmacies, right, to try to find to, to treat like a, a particular drug to treat uh, the conditions that they currently have, aka lupus and those types of things. So, in all actuality, Oklahoma, like like. Stit could do uh, something uh, uh, straight up socialist, but something that's good for Oklahomans in making the drug publicly available for free to anybody who needs it. No, I mean, okay, but no, how do you make money? Shit, yeah, that no, I don't think so. Uh, all right, well, we try. Does that sound like something the guy out. who um uh whose companies got in legal trouble for doing a uh, 2008 financial crimes uh, would do? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but I, you know, we, we, we tried podcast. We tried. Bum, bum, bum. All right, guys. Well, I think it's time for a conservative reading series. How does that sound? Yeah. Sounds fun. Or right. not fun, depending on how you feel about it. <laughs> Come on over here. Come on, coward. Coward. I know that I want to punch you in the nose. I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You're an intellectual dumbass. And I'm coming. Coward, you think you're a tough guy. I hate you, coward! <laughs> We're gonna defeat this anti-human scum! We're gonna wreck their world! Am I doing it or are you doing it? You're doing do it. it. I'm doing it. I got Who's it. doing it? I'm Let doing somebody it. somebody do it. Okay, well, I, I, it, it, had, it had me on the... Pumpkin. It had me on the thing. I, I don't know if, that, if you fixed that from last week. Oh, so, I, I didn't I fix it I never fixed anything. Oh, well, not you, him, fucker. I know, I know you, you're not doing Who? that. Carl. When? So, the conservative reading list for this week. Um, we had two. We had two that um, I wanted us to do. And they were, they were very similar. They were like twin articles. And so I, both of them were twin articles because they were pretending to be about not sending your kids to charter schools. 
but we're uh, actually about sending your kid to epic charter schools. And one of them was published by like a fellow or something at the Oklahoma Council of Public Affairs, which is just the like Vlad the Impaler business group uh, that lies to you about uh, policy. Um, and that one, and, I mean, and you, that were like, one, and you were like, that one sounds like way too authentic and like real for an article. We'd rather have the one by Catalina Beltran. No, who, that one. So whose credentials at the bottom of it, Carl, say Beltran lives in Oklahoma City. Well, so let me explain my thought process here, right? Because the point of that article was like, ooh, um, what that article was pretending to be was like, stop, we need to save money on public education in Oklahoma by changing some funding stuff so that there aren't uh, students who aren't attending uh, a certain uh, public school system and the school system is still getting money for them, right? Which is just like, okay, if you say you should go to Epic Charter Schools, a uh, company that uh, maybe allegedly uh, deeply defrauded the state of Oklahoma to the tune of millions of dollars would mean you don't actually care about that because you wouldn't be endorsing them in this thing where you're talking about saving money. But saying that somebody from OCPPA is um, a hypocritical right-wing ghoul who's just uh, trying to maintain uh, the fiefdoms of Oklahoma's feudal lords, that's not, you know, that, I don't know. We know that already, right? That's, that's, I, I don't think that's as interesting as this one because this one is not the right-wing on its face, idiotic take, it's the left-wing one. And I think that one's kind of more interesting to analyze, right? I think that one has has some better, like, more work for us. Because, like, if you listen to the show, you're more likely to hear this and be like, Does that, that sounds kind of good. And I think that's why it's worth going into, right? Um, and yes, you're right. Catalina Beltran is just a person who lives in Oklahoma City. I'm sure that's it, and that she's not connected to uh, some other thing. But I didn't look that up, because I'm a bum. And it's titled "Point of View: Use School Choice to Live Your Family's Values." Um, uh, no, already I'm out. I'm already out. Yeah, school choice should tell you something. Um, okay, first of all, my family has no values, so um, can we? <laughs> there is, to to quote Margaret Thatcher, there is no such thing as family. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she she starts off uh, pretty good. As a child growing up in Colombia, attending a private bilingual school was a great privilege and a blessing that I never took for granted. Being bilingual has opened many doors and provided opportunities beyond what I could have ever imagined. From early on, I understood the benefit of knowing more than one language and knew that once I started my own family, I would do everything I could to give my own child the gift of bilingualism. Bilingualism? This school choice week... We just, ugh. Go ahead. Bilinguality is clearly the right Um... This school choice week, January 24th to 30th, I'm grateful I have found a choice that supports my goal of helping my child be bilingual. And I hope other families find school choices that support their goals. Like so many things, like a good editor, you could just like cut so much of this. Uh, hi, I used to be bilingual and went to a private school. Uh, also, like, like um, on top of that, like you went to a private bilingual school in Colombia. <laughs> Sounds kind of sus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, how did you end up uh, in Oklahoma? You, yeah, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, hmm. She continues. Uh, we have found a learning environment that matches our family's goals at Heritage Academy, a blended, a blended learning program at Epic Charter School. All my son's teachers are bilingual in English and Spanish, multiculturally aware, and certified in special education. I love that the school promotes diversity and inclusion by celebrating the uniqueness of the children. They embrace their differences and similarities with others rather than hiding them. So, uh, first problem here, Epic Charter School. Uh, one, very bad at teaching kids. Like, uh, one out of four kids that go to Epic Charter Schools apparently can pass the test to uh, be at their grade level for what they're supposed to learn. Two, 
uh, again, allegedly stealing huge sums of money from the Oklahoma government and actively defrauding them by being like, we have this kid enrolled twice, we have this dead kid, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, or like we have this kid that's at a different school district that we're enrolling here, or we enroll this kid twice. Or like, we have all these teachers hmm. that you need to give us money to pay, but actually, allegedly, we don't have any of those teachers. Yeah, it's just like, hmm. Or like maybe if you pay for the uh, Heritage Academy uh, high class version, you get teachers. But if you use the nickel and dime version, uh, your child just gets to watch PBS. Also, it's blended learning, which does not. How is that helpful to kids? You know, you should be in a classroom having a nun hit you with a stick. That's the only way you learn. Everyone knows. Exactly. Um. As immigrant parents from Ecuador and Colombia, my husband and I want our son to be proud of his own tricultural identity, to love his roots and embrace his diversity while welcoming and celebrating other cultures. At home, I've been teaching him to read and write in English and Spanish. Besides speaking Spanish at home, my child now has an opportunity to practice it in a community with his teacher and classmates who are proud of speaking different languages. So this this paragraph is, I think, uh, really important um in one sense right because this is this new thing that's starting to creep in where it's like huh we have these right-wing policy goals we want to achieve those right-wing policy goals we finally realize that just like calling um joe biden a communist is not helping us out with that so we got to do the two-prong approach we can't just do the ocpa guy saying um this company that defrauded the state of oklahoma is a good model for like uh, effective business allegedly defrauded um we can't just keep doing that because it's not working. Uh-huh. And obviously we have to come up with some way to keep this in mind. Okay, let's do this. Let's 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 do this thing where where we find this person, you know, who's going to our school who will pay some money to write this article or something where we can make it like uh fuzzy feel good for liberals, right? And this is why you can't trust liberals because if somebody reads this and thinks it's good, um they're dumber than a sack of hammers. They basically got an epic uh, school education. Full sacks. Um and then here's the next one, right? Here's the next kicker that's really gross. Um, families have different goals and needs to consider in finding the best school for them. Besides an inclusive bilingual environment, we also wanted a 100% virtual program this year due, due to COVID-19. Our school choice offered that, and it provides laptops and internet options to students who need them, so they have consistent access to virtual learning. Whatever their school choice, parents slash primary caregivers should be invited to work closely with schools to support their children's education. At Heritage, we are invited to help develop an inclusive bilingual curriculum that teaches our children how to respond with kindness and empathy when presented to unique situations not familiar to them. So here, again, they're acting like school choice is what does this. There's no reason why we couldn't just have this in public schools. Like if we took all the money from... Or that we already do have schools to some degree. It's like, hi. Well, yeah, like Eisenhower uh, School in, in Tulsa is a public school that is for uh, K through five, right? I think it's K through five. It might be K through eight. I don't know. Um, it's bilingual. It's uh, rather trilingual. You can do French or Spanish at it, and you do half and half. And it's like, okay, cool. Here's a public model that does this. I would not be surprised if uh, they can't afford to give uh, internet at home and a laptop to all their kids because the state isn't funding Tulsa Public Schools appropriately, because they're giving money to Epic to, you know, put in their pocket to the tune of like $27 million or something, allegedly. You know, it's like, huh, why can't we just do that? Why do, why does it have to be, why can't we have every single school in Oklahoma be like that? You know, why can't every single school be bilingual uh, English-Spanish? 
There's no reason we can't do that. I mean, you Spanish know, we... courses are offered and are requirements of the majority of public schools, at the very least, the ones I attended. No, no, I mean, it's true. You, you, have, you have foreign language requirements, but they're only in high school, and that's not bilingualism. That's just... And it's, it's not the same. Uh, like, a bilingual school is not having you take Spanish. A bilingual school is having you do math yeah. class in Spanish. Right? Sure, a sure, bilingual sure. school I mean, is I having you do history. Yeah. Um, you know, that, which is different. And it's something you can just do, right? You don't need school sure. choice. We just need to put this in public school. Right, right. That's it's, all a, you have it's a to plan do. of, yeah. Um, during this school choice week, I'm grateful for the choice of individualized, inclusive, online education. Who, who made this school choice week? Uh, probably, God. I don't know, fucking Christ uh, demons. On the cross. Oh. she just making up the school choice week? I'm no, sure it's it, real. It's in the Bible. It's 100% real. Yeah, no, it's, it, 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 that's, you know, like how they have feast days? School choice week is one of the feast days. Uh, there's a National School Choice Week website. And there's a website okay. for it. Oh yeah, my there's god! A website. Who is funding this? There's not an about or anything, which is uh, uh -huh. always a good sign. Means frequently asked um, questions. Yeah, because it's okay, it's about go. about about National School Choice Week. Okay. A not-for-profit effort. Oh, uh, as a not-for-profit effort, we focus equally on traditional public. Charter, Magna, online, private, and home education options. Hmm. 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 Betsy DeVos. I mean, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's got Chambers of Commerce listed as uh, one of the get involved groups. <laughs> DeVos. Um, but so uh, she, she has two more paragraphs to go. And I, this one that I just started, right, I think is also the third final important thing here. Um, during the school choice week, I'm grateful for the choice of individualized, inclusive online education. I know that uh, choosing a school is not an easy task, and it is important to remember that all children have different talents, gifts, interests, and ways of learning, and that school is like their second home. And I'd like to point out that school is not, it's not a market. You're not buying a good. You're not choosing between a PS5 and an Xbox X or whatever the fuck it's called. You're not choosing between like the organic um potatoes or, or the mass produced ones you're not choosing between like i want to go to indian food tonight or i want to go to um uh, ramen right it's not a market choice it's a thing it's a universal thing that everyone's required to do because that's part of being a human in a society is getting an education right mm -hmm. there's like a baseline you have to have here it's part of educating people it's part of bringing people into like a small d democratic society to say it imparts values right it's an ideological state apparatus you know and what they're saying here is that schools, like the rest of our fucking economy, should also be essentially market choices that you make, right? Like, I'm not, I would not be surprised if, if there's some voucher system that they use to pick where you go and you get certain amounts of money. You know, that's what they want. That's what these fucking people want to do. So that then you go and you spend it on the marketplace instead of having a guaranteed high quality public education available to everybody independent of where you're from, independent of having to make these choices, blah, 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 right? That you get access to what you need at school, you know? It's mm. fucking crazy. Like, it's, your kid is not going to school uh, for all of these reasons, you know? Your kid is going to school because the kid needs an education, not this individualized, inclusive online education shit that is dumb. I hate it so much. Uh, it's pretty... It's, I mean, it's even stupid and just, like, concept-wise and... <laughs> Tries to be obfuscating, you know what I mean, with its language to make it seem like something that is uh, next level or beyond, you know, uh, yeah. boring traditional public school education, which is in and of itself nonsense. Yeah, it's like, okay, uh, 
does our school system need to change a ton? Of course. And, you know, are there valid things to say about, I don't know, like, I've, I've heard some things from um, indigenous activists who are like, well, we need some charter schools for indigenous kids so that, you know, you can go to school uh, learning Cherokee or Muscogee Creek or Osage, right? And, okay, in some instances, sure. I can see how, like, having specialized schools focus on certain things maybe are good. Right, but in general, this kind of this idea of like you need schools all over the place. Uh, yeah, there's shitloads of specialized schools. They're just not typically primary educations. That's why in a lot of places they're called primary schools. Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like this is hmm. You know, there's a way to do this. It's not through epic charter schools. It's not through this stuff. It's through doing it collectively and democratically by deciding what our public education needs to impart to students, not by saying, hey, um. How about we privatize this? We get rid of the union contracts for teachers. Uh, you all teach what you want. Um, we're not going to check to make sure that you do that. Uh, yeah, go ahead. That's not, that's not the way to do it. Um, and she wraps up with some more just saccharine bullshit, right? If I were to give a piece of, of advice to other families, it would be to choose... We don't want it. A... Just stuck off. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. Right. And 100 percent like Epic is doing this big push right now, paying multiple different people to get the argument out. Uh, You know, the other one was for the conservative shitheads who are just stupid, who you don't even have to pay attention to. You have to pay attention to in the same way that you pay attention to, like, I don't know, um, is your boss checking? Like, are you watching to make sure your boss isn't seeing you not working? Right. That's what you need to do with the conservatives and with the liberal people like this, the people dressing it up in this liberalism, you need to watch them more because you're more likely to hear it. You need to be able to deal with it more effectively because it's the more insidious one. It's the evil one, right? It's, it's the emperor, um, you know, it's, it's the uh, fucking emperor Palpatine to Darth uh, Sidious, right? You gotta watch that face more. That one's sneakier. And, I, you know, we gotta inoculate ourselves against this kind of gross feel-good liberalism that's just uh, hiding a gutting public institution. Mm. But yeah, that's a conservative reading series for the week. Wonderful, wonderful. As always, our Twitter is at Red Star Over OK. We also have a Facebook page and a subreddit. You can listen on SoundCloud and iTunes, as well as most other places podcasts are found. Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns can be sent to our email, redstaroverok at gmail.com. Please tell your friends about us and rate and review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody, and have a nice week. Bye. Shut off that been there recording. How do you? Mark. How do you? And then I. Uh...